This episode is powered by Safety FM. Hey, welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And this week, we're going to go over my five tips to being the favorite instructor. Well, with COVID-19, where we've got some uh, protocols to make things a little bit more manageable. I know we're not over this yet, even though vaccines are starting to roll out for uh, some of the special uh, categories that are out there right now. I'm not there yet, but as soon as it is, I am ready. I'll give my shoulder up for a vaccine in a heartbeat. Uh, But truly, I know that right now, uh, most people have started to do in-person things again. And I have been feeling more comfortable doing that as well. And my schedule has been reflecting it. So truly, I've been going out there and doing some uh, on-site instruction lately. And I have, you know, my own COVID protocol and everything, but I've been told a few times, oh man, we love having you here, missed you so much, glad to see you come back. And I was like, all right, this is awesome, it's good for the ego. But then it also got me thinking, well, if I'm going to teach some consultants what to do in order to get that feeling again for them, or get that feeling for the first time of, you know, hey, I'm appreciated, people love me, like to have me as an instructor, So I'm actually going to teach you guys that one. So this is going to be my five tips of uh, being the favorite instructor. And uh, I would also throw in a few other things, I'm sure. But I'm only going to call it five right now. (laughs) It's probably going to be five plus. So, uh, but, 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 not so. But what I'm going to do is we're going to have a word from our sponsor. And then after that, I'm going to get back in. Won't be a tip of the week this week. I haven't really been doing those in a while. That might be the new setup. Maybe that's just it. Just no more tip of the week. I don't know. Tell me what you think at Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. And uh, let me know if you miss those things or if you want me to bring them back or if you want me to do a special tip of the week, I'll do that. Or if you need me to uh, do something else, let me know. Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. All right. So when we come back after this word from a sponsor... Uh, We'll go ahead and we will start the five tips to being this favorite instructor. Are these thoughts playing over and over in your head? Running a safety business is harder than running a safety department. What do I need to do to gain more clients? I can't sustain this business with the cost of resources for running the business. Well, as a solopreneur, you need to have the appeal of a large firm. This can be expensive and time-consuming to manage. So I've come up with the Safety Consultant Accelerator Program. Business accelerators have been around for a long time. This is a way where you can actually get your business going for a fraction of the cost of having to do it yourself by working with a network. And therefore... The network will have the resources you need, such as landing pages, email marketing tools. The Safety Consultant TV will also be included with this. Video production, WordPress plugins, learning management system, podcast hosting, event hosting, and even some coaching for me. There are four different levels that you can choose 
and you can start your business as just a solopreneur where all you need is a little course, and that's the Safety Blueprint, a year subscription of Safety Consultant TV, a lifetime email marketing service, and one-hour setup cost coaching. The second plan is going to be for you new growth agencies, and that's also going to include everything in the solopreneur plan, including some video servicing for screen recording. You're also going to get a WordPress plugin with extreme widget platform coaching, hour monthly, and a private Facebook group. If you're ready to expand even more, then you can move from the new growth agency to the branded agency and include to the new growth agency web link shortening for retargeting campaigns, 25 courses to do your own learning management system, event and webinar hosting, landing pages, and be on the preferred consultant list, and two hours coaching monthly for your business. When you master your safety consulting business, you get to include in this level 25 more courses to make 50 courses that you could host in a learning management system, video editing with animatron production, podcast hosting, which you can also sell your own advertising, and for our monthly coaching. So now you have the way to get your safety consultant business started with resources that may be too expensive to get on your own. You have it now packaged in a level. When you're ready to expand, you can. Go to safetyconsultant.sheldonprimus.com, safetyconsultant.sheldonprimus.com, and pick your plan today. All right, all right, all right. Well, let's get back into the five tips of being the favorite instructor. So here are going to be my tips. And like last week, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to start it out as the top of my list. So I'm not even going to be doing that working backwards things like uh, most people do. So maybe I'm doing this uh, this list thing wrong. <laughs> so I am not going to be walking, working backwards. I'm actually going to start with my number one. So my number one thing that you really need to do is you really need to learn your material inside and out. Inside and out. You got to know this material so you know this class, you know this topic, you know the flow, you know the schedule. If you know your material inside and out, that is going to help you your number one thing that's going to help you be that favorite instructor. You're going to be able to answer questions. You're going to be able to, um, if you needed to, adjust time or adjust anything that's in the setting right there that you may say, hey, man, this is not the way it normally goes, but I can see it'll be advantageous for me to go ahead and switch it around. And you're able to switch it around and not lose your place and uh, be professional. That is knowing your material inside and out. Uh, having your PowerPoint all set up is great. Uh, also, whatever you're going to do as far as handouts and, and everything else as far as your videos or YouTube videos, whatever you're using, have that stuff all ready to go. Once you do and you just are nailing that material, you know what to expect. 
with the next slide and you don't have to keep looking back behind you to see, you know, what's coming up. <laughs> so truly that's going to be the number one way for you to uh, be that favorite instructor. And that's also going to mean that you, you are uh, staying in your lane too, because you're going to know your material. This is stuff that you're familiar with and you're not going to be at ease or, uh, or, um, you're, you're going to be at ease with the, with the topic. So, uh, that is the key. All right. Number two, we're going to be prepared for any disasters. You should see the bag that I bring these days. I've got my hotspot just in case Wi-Fi is not working. I've got, um, my own mini projector. So if that's not working, I got that with screen. So I've got that set up. Uh, I usually don't bring my mic set up every now and then I could, and I do have a uh, wireless little mics that I could use. Uh, so I have that available. Uh, I have a power cord that has multiple inputs to it. So have that available. Uh, all books that I need handouts. If I'm doing handouts for this class, depends on what it is. Got it. Got it. And, um, one thing that I really, really have been using uh, that sometimes, sometimes there, sometimes not. But I have a dongle, which is a connecting piece, and uh, it has, I think, somewhere around 16 inputs, if you will, several USB uh, B, USB A, and. Um, two HDMIs. I've got, let's see, the one for the PowerPoint or for the projector, that connector there, VGA, I believe that one is. Man, all these, uh, all these acronyms, right? <laughs> Can't remember them all. But man, this thing is amazing because I use a Surface Pro, uh, Surface Pro and the Surface Pro just has a USB-C and the USB uh, and that's about it. That's the only inputs I have. So I've got to work around this thing quite a bit in order for me to have two screens and, and everything else and be able to cook up to, uh, internet. Cause sometimes you don't have Wi-Fi, but if you carry your own, uh, ethernet cord, you can hook up that way. And that's one of the other things I carry is an ethernet cord, uh, scissors, stapler, yeah, you'd be amazed. Sometimes you really need a stapler out of the blue. <laughs> so I got that. I got pens. I got markers, uh, dry erase markers. Uh, so I am truly prepared for just about anything. And if technology goes completely down where, let's say, no power, uh, I used to actually bring my own lights, too. Uh, I haven't in a while, but I used to bring my own lights because the room would be dark where I can't turn off the light for the front of the room for the projector to be seen real bright. So I would turn off the room, the lights in the whole room, and then just set up my two little lamps on either side of the room. So I haven't done that recently. I haven't had to, but as long as I had a long enough HDMI cord and I would say if you don't have a 25 to a 50 foot HDMI cord, you go get it. It's really worth it having a long cord. Uh, so I think that's it. <laughs> I may have more, but uh, for, for me right there, that's being prepared. So the other thing that you should do is don't preach, teach. And when I say preach, I mean, you know, you're up there 
the safety pulpit is where you're at and you're just, you know, pointing stuff out and do this and do that. And 1910 section, whatever says this, and this is what you're supposed to do and no deviation in the rules. And you're, you know, you're literally up there telling them what that they, uh, they have to do for safety rules and regs, as opposed to, uh, let's go ahead. Let's open our books. Let's take a good look at what this is saying. What does this mean to you? Uh, how does this uh, affect your life? And this is the intent of the law. And here is what the, the standard says. How do you make that where it's applicable to your situation? So those are different ways that you could truly start teaching as opposed to preaching the safety message. Big difference there. I'm telling you, it is a really big difference. I've noticed a lot of people who are preached to, they'll shut down on you. And when they shut down on you, you are going to feel it. It would be a roadblock. Everything you say is going to be where you're pulling teeth. Glasses are going to go on dark shades in the back of the room and heads are going to go back. And all of a sudden you are just, you know, talking you're not doing anything else but just talking, talking to a handful of people that may be interested in what you're saying. So the preaching part and the safety officer part, that's not really going to help you in any way. It's going to make you feel superior for a little while. And then whenever you want to shut you out, then you're going to say, oops, I missed up. I lost the crowd. And you don't want to lose the crowd, especially if you're getting paid for the gig, right? You don't want to lose that crowd. Number four. See, I'm breezing through these things. Number four. You definitely want to be respectful and personable to the men and women at the facility. So well, one of the things I was really thinking about was uh, the male-female relationship. So let's say you're a male instructor and now there are female uh, people working in there and you are attracted to the female uh, uh, body and a female mind and female uh, aspect as opposed to uh, not being attracted to female as a male, being attracted to the same sex. It is not your position to try to hook up and get yourself a date at that point. <laughs> you're not. And same thing. If you're a, a male and you find yourself a, a, a person that is very interested in you or, you know, whoever you identify with and you found that you're really into this, someone that you're seeing there, it is not the place to be hooking up. All right. So that is the, the respectful part. Uh, truly I have seen or heard, I would say like this offhanded remarks or coarse jokes or something similar to that in mixed company, never good to be that person that's doing that. Uh, truly, especially in a male dominant world, there are some females in the space that may feel uncomfortable having you there. And if they feel uncomfortable with you as a speaker being there, uh, even though they may not be the top boss, and if she talks to her top boss and her top boss tells <laughs> tells you, hey, uh, we can't have you back because of the way you've been treating the ladies in this uh, office or even students, which is even worse, goodness, uh, then that is not going to help you. Uh, so you have to really make sure you're respectful to everybody, uh, know your boundaries, 
don't try to hook up. I remember one time there was a, a I believe a married instructor and I'm not telling you where you guys aren't going to get this from me, <laughs> but there was a married instructor trying to hook up with uh, one of the ladies in the office. Oh man, is that poor? That, that was like, whoa, <laughs> you're trying to think of all the different levels of wrong that is. And, uh, and yeah, so that's one of the things I'm going to add to this one. So now you're going to be respectful and you're going to be personable, meaning that when you're there, you know, talk to people, be nice, be friendly, make sure everyone knows that you're there and you're, you're approachable and you're not just safety diva. <laughs> That's one of the things that really will drive people nuts is if you're coming in and you're thinking that you are the the be all end all for safety and you get there and now uh you, you just don't talk to anybody, you don't address anybody except when you're teaching, and then you get whisked away, or you just go hide out in some place, the break room or your car or something similar to that. That's not going to help you, it's not going to get your repeat work, it's going to end up giving you where you're going to get a reputation in the field for being a, a diva, <laughs> let's say it that way. It's not a good look. It really is not a good look. It's one of those things that you want to really avoid. So therefore, be respectful, be personable, and make sure that you are going to be that individual that people want to be around. Not that they feel uncomfortable when you're there, because word will get around. And if it's a small enough location and area, it's going to go from one place to the next to the next that, man, you don't want this guy around there. You don't want this girl around there because, yeah, she's all hands. <laughs> Just always touching dudes, touching the girls, whatever. And therefore, you know, she's never going to be asked back to that facility. And then there'll be an issue. So uh, that's one of the things that you really got to think for. Be respectful, be personable uh, at the people for the people and students that are there at the facility. All right, the last one that I got over here is going to be more of it's it's on the personable side also, but this one's a little special tip: help set up and tear down. You know, uh, if you're there and usually get there, you know, half hour, an hour early, and you're there anyway, you got yourself all set up, you're ready, you tested your technology, uh, and ooh, let's add that in there, let's add that as an A, like like uh, knowing your material or, or something, let's make that like a 1A, test everything out too, so you make sure that it actually works, uh, but then, you know, make sure that you're, you know, help, help set up, help tear it out, make some coffee, uh, set out the snacks, whatever you got to do to wipe down the table, sanitize, help sanitize wherever it's appropriate. Uh, that is a good thing to do. And then when you're done, you know, help clean up, put your, your chairs back in and make sure that everything looks good for the next instructor, erase the board. So the next instructor is going to spend some time having to go up there and erase the board, or there's not going to be uh, someone up next, but a day or two or whatever hangs out there and the board now becomes uh, a little bit discolored in the areas that you were writing in, or it's just a flat out mess in the room. Uh, so uh, in some cases you got to make sure you get your students, Hey, while you're leaving, go ahead and grab that water bottle, uh, whatever you got to do there. But truly you're the last line of defense. Look around, 
uh, go ahead, collect all your stuff when you're ready to, uh, to leave, and then do a nice little walk around, see how everything looks. If you're in one of those locations where only your students use the restroom, it doesn't hurt to go look in the bathroom and see what it looks like and make sure that's in good working order and no one like messed up the bathroom itself. If there's a maintenance issue, if you, you know, want to make sure you go that extra step, write that note and say, hey, something got broken over here and it may need some attention if you can't do it yourself. So truly, that would really set you apart from other instructors where it shows that you care. It shows that you remember where you came from. It shows that you are not the diva, not the person that just has to be taken care of and you're there just to make the salary and get out of there. In the instruction side, you want to make sure that you're going to deliver the goods to the students in a nice uh, way that they're going to understand and they're going to get like really good good information and not feel completely overwhelmed even though it is possible with some topics but you know give them nice bite-sized pieces and that goes to uh to teaching and not preaching so let's go through the tips one more time number one was know your material inside and out number two tip for being the favorite instructor be prepared for any disasters number three don't preach at people. Come on. Teach them. Don't preach. Nobody wants that. Yeah, except for Sunday, right? And that's when you're ready for a good preaching. But right now, you're a teacher. Go teach. Don't instruct them. Number four, be respectful and personable for women and ladies and men at the facility. You're actually not there to hook up. You're not there to make people feel uncomfortable. You're there to go ahead and teach them effective safety and health principles, management principles, whatever it is, you're over there. And then number five, always, always help set up and tear down. It's the right thing to do. All right. I'm not too sure what I hit there. That was one of those buttons that I, I've got so many buttons these days that I don't really know what I'm doing. But that's the button I want to hit, definitely. So hang in there. COVID-19 is still around, but we're going to get through this thing. So if you decide to do some more in-person classes, remember these tips. People are going to ask you to come back after this and then just keep doing these tips again. Make sure that you're you're there for them. Make sure that they know that they can count on you, that you're going to be an uh, engaging instructor. That's one of the ways that you can be an engaging instructor is by doing these tips. And then also you really want to make sure that at the end of the day, you keep your your workers, your safety uh, crew, your students, uh, the place that's hosting you, keep them all safe. And that's your job, right? All right. So uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, wherever uh, we're connected on the social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Well, actually, Instagram and Twitter cannot uh, support what I'm about to tell you, which is I do a weekly OSHA Compliance Help live stream at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So people hang out and I answer their questions, OSHA Compliance questions. Sometimes it's questions about record keeping or questions about, you know, just this just happened to me. What do I do? So I'm there to be that support for you. 
So what you want to do is you want to go to uh, LinkedIn, <laughs> connect with me there. Uh, if you're on Facebook, then you're going to look up Safety Consultant US. That's a group that I have over there, uh, a page actually. Uh, OSHA Compliance Help is a page that I have that streams that. Uh, if you're on Twitch, you just go to twitch.com safety consultant, and then you could find me there. If you're on YouTube, you could go to OSHA Compliance Help YouTube channel, or you could go to Safety Consultant US YouTube channel. And those are all the places that you can listen to the live stream. And uh, you can actually go to sheldonprimus.com backslash live stream as well. And that should be able to, uh, to keep you connected. All right. So have a wonderful week out there. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.